Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my quarantine partner and uh, podcast partner, Agu, as well as uh, our Married at First Sight friend, Gabriella Elizabeth Marie from the Reality TV Reviews channel on YouTube. So hello, Gabriella. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. So we have been in season 12 of Married at First Sight. And uh, it's it's already been a wild ride. We've only seen some of the weddings, um, but I think there's a lot to talk about. So first of all, this is the first time we're really catching up with you, Gabrielle, about just like season 12 in general. What are your thoughts so far about what you've seen? Yeah. Oh, I, I think we're in for a bumpy ride. I think probably about three of the couples, I feel very strongly they have a chance to mm -hmm. succeed. Uh, the other two, I'm not so sure. Um, so we're talking about Jacob and Haley and Chris and Paige. Okay. I really don't know how they will gel overall. I'm curious to see what happens and maybe Jacob and Haley will prove me wrong. Um, but I'm worried. I'm worried for them. The other three, I think will have a little bit of a difficulty in maybe seeing eye to eye at times, you know, Vincent and Brianna, Brianna, I think is very strong, very much wants things to go her way. Mm -hmm. And there might need to be a little bit of um, compromise that happens. Mm -hmm. And then we have Ryan and Clara. Ryan is very, very reserved and so sweet, so quiet. I think very much used to being a solitary person. Mm -hmm. And then we have Clara, who, as dear as she is, as as sweet as she seems to be, she just doesn't stop talking. I mean, I, I loved what she was saying, nothing against it, but she doesn't stop talking. And I, I think we saw some of his reactions to her at some point. We'll talk about that later, I guess. But it'll be interesting to see how they balance each other out. I think there's great potential there. But... There might be a little bit of a hiccup as we move forward with them. Eventually, I'm hoping it will turn out okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. the third couple. So, uh, who who do we have left? That was oh, Paige. So Virginia, and Eric? Ryan, and Clara. Yes, yes. Thank you. So Eric and Virginia. Hmm. Eric just seems like a babe in the woods. You know, <laughs> the, just uh, innocent, even though he's, the even though he's so much, <laughs> even though he's so much older, I think he's so much younger mm -hmm. in so many ways. Um, and then when it comes to Virginia, we see the party girl, we see this Ms. Good Times and having fun, throwing maybe a few too many back. <laughs> However, I think she's in it for the right reasons. I think she wants a marriage. I think she wants something lasting. I think they both do. Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping, I'm hoping that they'll find a way to make it work. And that's where we are right now. Mm -hmm. How about you? How do you feel oh so far goodness. about? Um, I agree. I think there's a lot of interesting pairs. It seems like there's a lot of like kind of opposites paired together where I, I feel like it's maybe a thing where the experts are like, okay, these two opposites will kind of mellow out and meet in the middle or they'll complement one another. Mm -hmm. But I'm a little bit worried that for some, that's going to be a little bit too extreme. It's going to be like a really big jarring start. Like I, um, I think they have a tendency of like pairing a lot of extroverts with introverts. And I think that can be a good pairing. Like that's, I mean, I'm in a 
introvert extrovert pairing right now and that works out pretty well <laughs> but I, I also think it's okay to have two introverts together if you're a homebody and you like to be at home it's okay to have a partner that likes to be at home too I'm thinking of Jacob and Haley where like he has his whole home set up to like be there and that could be just like right. partially due to the pandemic and everything but um I get the sense that Haley's like not so much that type of person um so I'm just I'm interested to see how it plays out like all of this it's hard like obviously we get to see some of them actually interact for the first time which is really helpful but like I'm honestly very anxious just to start seeing them like spend time together because like you don't get a good sense of I don't know sometimes two different energies come together and then it's a new energy completely like something you couldn't have really predicted fully so I just I'm interested to see them spend time together and actually like talk about serious things. It's a lot of just the nervous chatter right now as they like just got married. So I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of holding on for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, Absolutely. this is such a roller coaster for me, these episodes, because the first one, I wasn't feeling confident about a lot of them, the couples, honestly. Um, I like a lot of them as people, but just just I wasn't confident and then the wedding episode and this happens to me every season I'm like you know what they're gonna be fine like look at them look how happy they look this is gonna be <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have the sweet music going in there they got the slow-mo and I'm just like they'll be they'll be happy there's one couple uh that they didn't really do that for and I I think uh, that'll be interesting when we talk with Eric and Virginia uh like it was a lot more silences and they held on to certain scenes a lot longer than I would expect. So mm -hmm. um, I think mm -hmm. that's, that's interesting. Um, but all the other weddings, I was just really, really um, hopeful. Um, but similar to you, I, I do. My instincts is right now, if I had to guess, two out of five staying together hopefully three um but considering that the first episode i thought it was going to be one out of five we're, we're doing better we're getting <laughs> we're going up so um which couple do you guys want to start off with i think that'll be let's start with virginia and eric because i feel like there's a lot to talk about there okay. i mean mm -hmm. Agu, you were hinting at like kind of the storytelling that's happening with how they're story is presented to us mm -hmm. um that there's if you pay attention to like what music they use or like a complete lack of music um i have just this theory that like if we were to just watch the show the whole show on mute and just read the subtitles we would have a completely different take Ooh, we on should this. try that because like mm -hmm. adding adding music to stuff like it impacts like look at any tiktok video of someone <laughs> dancing <laughs> And I swear, if you have that thing on mute, they look dumb. If they have the music on and it's like the music drops right when they do their little kicky thing, like they look like they're the best dancer in the world. And like it, it impacts how we think about things. It's so true. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm yeah. very hesitant to judge Virginia, for example, for like, um, they are very clearly trying to show us that like she drinks a lot, which we already know, like she admits mm -hmm. to it. It's not a secret. Um, and I also don't know if that's really a big deal. Like if I know a lot of people who are like fairly heavy drinkers and they're also fine people and like responsible adults and it's not 
it doesn't mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything it doesn't have yeah, to especially on um, one's wedding day like right. i know people who aren't heavy drinkers that when it comes to their wedding day they're just like, <laughs> like you know they're drinking everywhere oh yeah it's gonna turn into a gift somewhere that i regret but um <laughs> <laughs> so i definitely i'm definitely there with you i think um the age difference, so they've had age differences before, and mm-hmm. um, I've always been like Karen and Miles, even though they had their age difference from the previous season. I was like, I, I think I mm-hmm. can really see this working. Um, the age difference with this couple feels, it feels like it's there. Actually, it feels even wider, honestly. Like, I think she's a little bit more of, just reminds me of me in college, honestly. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And he seems to be a little bit more um, reserved and conservative. Even like he reminds me of like a forty-year-old type of uh, view. Um, mm-hmm. So it just it feels very wide um, the age difference, but I think. I could see, I could still see it working though. And I think he is, from what we've seen, it seems like he's really in this for it, the process. And I could see him like, you're right. I'm not a drinker, but I'm going to try, or you know what, this is not my scene normally, but you're my wife and I'm going to go out there. And, and I think that's going to help them quite a bit in the long run. So I'm hoping. It's, (laughs) I have to agree with you 100%, Agu. Uh, I think he's in it for the long run. And for the long haul, whatever that may entail, he's willing to put in the work. He's not going to throw her aside easily. He will be willing to do what it takes to figure out, first of all, why they were paired together. And then, you know, try and find some sort of way to salvage what they have and build from there. I think he really is definite in his resolve for what this relationship could be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that will probably be their saving grace because as much as I really do think Virginia wants this, as you both mentioned, she's so young. There's such um, this very, like you were saying, you as a college student, that's how you were. I think that's pretty much how we all were, right? I mean, that early 20s mindset where you're just out to have a good time, no matter what. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt anyone else. It's just, yay, woo. Um, Yeah, that's it with her. But there's more to her. And I think she's trying to find that. And I'm hoping that he can shed a light on whatever that is. Not that you should necessarily need that from another person, because then I think we're stepping into some codependency right. issues there yeah. or, you know, whatever yeah. that might be. Um, but maybe he will help her to see that it's always been inside of her the whole time that she's always kind of had that part of her that can stabilize herself. Yes. And, you know, that could be the key. So Eric, it's all up to you. <laughs> Eric, I know you're listening. No pressure. <laughs> I know you're listening. Yeah, no, I no like pressure. <laughs> I like that you said the like stabilize herself thing, because I think that's a big part of it. Is she like talks very openly about like uh, feeling like she may have some abandonment issues from like her past with her family. And like, that's, I wouldn't wish that like childhood on anybody, you know, trying to 
um, feel like you don't have like kind of a stable home base mm -hmm. and uh, emotionally even having that a stable emotional home base. And mm -hmm. I think part of growing up is realizing that like that things can happen to you, but you can also like become that for yourself where you are your home base. So your home base is wherever you go, whatever relationship you're in, you always have yourself to rely on and you don't have to look for that somewhere else. And it actually makes you happier. It makes you a better partner. And I think that's something that she's kind of like sliding into right now. Like I get a little bit of the feeling when she, like the scenes of her, like before the wedding and as she was getting ready and everything, like she has this like feeling of, this like energy of like looking around and like kind of always um, trying to like anticipate like what's coming. And I'm like, if you just kind of slow your roll for a second, like just be present, it's okay. Like you're going to be okay. And I just want to like tell her that because she just is clearly so yeah. nervous. And maybe it's just, I'm just saying this because we're, we just saw this episode where her nerves are like sky high and she's just like, nervous talking for days and like can't like just like all over him to like kind of fill the gaps of silence and conversation and mm -hmm. i just wanted to be like just relax <laughs> it's it's okay you've got the rest of your life to figure this out just relax wow ashley that is really that's exactly yeah. what she was doing i mean I didn't connect it until just now, but all the kissing during yep. the first dance, like how she was so all over him, it was to make herself feel comfortable mm -hmm. in whatever this empty space yeah. was. Like whatever the silence was, whatever the awkwardness was, she just had to fill it in some capacity. Yeah. And that's what she was doing. Mm -hmm. Totally. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's My just a nerve thing. Same, same. <laughs> like it's, while you're describing this, I'm like, oh, that's, that's nervous energy right there. That's a lot yeah, of nervous totally. it just made it kind of uncomfortable to watch honestly because i was just like <sighs> it was Ooh. like there's been times in my life where i like that's i mean i think that's why i can describe it so well because i have been that person so yeah. no shade at all yeah. like I, I think we all do that in our own way but yeah um it was comforting she just mellows oh, sorry to hop in there but it was comforting to see him like their first dance where he goes like it's okay we're gonna be fine through this and you can tell she's that nervous energy that you're mentioning where she's like, Oh gosh, they're all staring at us. And mm -hmm. he's trying to be a little bit more of a stable, I don't know, stable foundation for them, mm -hmm. um, which is comforting. And I think that's, that's a good first sign. Um, and yeah, you're right. I think like, that's so much pressure. <laughs> There's so much pressure to be through this. You're meeting your person for the first time um you're having a wedding in a pandemic you're having you're on national television um even the drinking like uh, i so uh, we've seen a lot i've seen a lot of comments where they're like a lot of negative comments towards her and i'm getting all the like party girl and she's not in this for the right reason and i think if you're nervous and there's complimentary alcohol everywhere a lot of people are going to <laughs> indulge, you know, and um, and I hopefully this is just the first their first date, quote unquote, and it's a nervous first date, but it's mm -hmm. going to be completely fine going forward. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Is there anything? Yeah, I'm hoping too. <laughs> was there anything in particular in this episode that you uh, found? interest like odd or uh, a standout moment with their interactions 
you don't mind me asking? Um, not so much with their interactions. Uh, the first dance we were talking about just now, and he did seem slightly uncomfortable. Like he was very much aware of the audience watching mm -hmm. them and how she was acting. But then how he was talking to the producers, there was this very positive outlook mm -hmm. he gave them and basically saying, oh yeah, I think she's wonderful. She, you know, this is going to be fantastic. She's a lot of fun. You know, there was this, um, you know, he just kind of was saying, this is great. It's going to be great. And so I don't know when exactly those interviews took place with the producers, but, um, you know, just seeing the difference between what was happening on the dance floor and during the reception, um, and then his takeaway from everything. I'm hoping it was sort of like at some point during or maybe after some of those scenes we watched, he's still like, okay, I'm in it. We got mm -hmm. this, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what makes me even more hopeful. Um, I think he is concerned. I, I would be too yeah. if I were him. But at the same time, um, I think anyone looking at her, can basically tell that she's kind of this decent person who is completely with a good heart, has great intentions, and just needs a little bit of help steering herself in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, he seems to have that compassionate soul yeah. to do that. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I'm going to say about them. Yeah. I, I just really, I'm so curious to see what happens. Yeah. I'm very hopeful for what's going to happen with them. I don't, you know, I was shaking my head, Agu, when you were saying that people are commenting, saying that she's just a party girl and being so dismissive of her. I don't see that at all. Um, there have been certain participants in the past where I've just, there are certain participants this season, one in particular, where I'm just like, why are they even here? Like, what is wrong is. with them? <laughs> oh. But uh, not her. I think she does, she does want this and she just, she'll figure herself yeah. out, hopefully. Yeah. I feel like there's kind of, um, like the way I was saying before about like the opposites and then meeting in the middle. I think they're one of the couples that's really going to be like, find their middle ground between them. Because I think Eric, I think because he has such a like, I think in our society, like prestigious job being an airline pilot that like. You, you think of a very particular guy that's like very like no nonsense and he like all his shirts are ironed and he's got, you know, like his whole life together and he's, you know, like balances his checkbook every night before bed at 9 p.m. Like that kind of a, <laughs> it gives you like that idea of a person, especially since he's like military and all this stuff. And I think he like likely has aspects of that. But I also think he's got like a very young, playful energy about him. Like when you see him with his friends, like his actual body language, he like, he reminds me of like the stoner skateboarder friends I had in high school who were like, just like very relaxed and very like go with the flow, but could also like button it up sometimes, you know, probably later when they got older. But like, he has kind of some of that energy to me. And I think with her, <laughs> we get like the first impression is of this like young party girl who's like out to have a good time. But I think when you peel that back a little bit, she is actually really serious and earnest about the process. And so I think, I think that's like why I'm, I'm not as worried about the age difference. I think there's like going to be a place that they kind of like 
fall in the middle there. It's the hoodies, mm-hmm. right? It's the hoodies that make you think. Because he has a lot of hoodies. <laughs> quite a bit. Um... He does. His style is very, like, <laughs> he proceeds. figuring it out. <laughs> We're keeping it casual. You look like here. a hacker all of a sudden. It's weird. You put the hoodie out. And... <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, I... That's a that's a really good good observation there. I mm-hmm. I feel yeah, yeah definitely I, I'm with you on that. We'll see. Cheers <laughs> for meeting in the middle. Absolutely. <laughs> this couple. I, I, I really do like them. Yeah. I I really am rooting so hard for them. Yeah. The only so there's a scene that initially I was taken aback, but then the more I think about it. I empathize. And the scene in particular was when uh, I think they were kind of sitting together having their meal and um, he, she's asking about his family and he's like, yeah, we're really conservative. And um, she then starts to go into like, well, my parents are, but I'm not really. And she kind of explains that her sister is in a, a queer relationship and that's, her brother, her two brothers are, um, I forget how in particular, but just kind of explaining that they're not a traditionally conservative on the kids' side. And at that point, I was thinking, this is a bit early. This is, but mm-hmm. I have to kind of have to remind myself, like, this is their first date. And I get why, um, you know, when you, when she heard conservative, she's like, all right, well, I have to, like let you know about this because that might not necessarily agree with the conservative side of your your family and um i think that's a it's good to show that like she's willing to talk and be open and he's willing to explain and you know it seemed like he didn't have any issues with that so it's all it's great but that was one of those scenes mm-hmm. that in the while we were watching it i was like oh that's this is a weird conversation to have now um yeah did you guys have the same feeling yeah. or was it just there me? Were... Um, no, I thought I thought there was a little bit of putting him on the spot mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, even though I can, as you're saying, I can empathize with why she would want to do that and why she might have those worries and just anxiety. Will you accept me? Will you accept my family? Um, so I, I do get it overall, why they had the conversation, why she would initiate that with him. But yeah, it did seem a little bit heavy handed. Um, The other thing I noticed, you kind of jogged my memory on this. When they were sitting at the table eating, she was looking straight at his mother, it seemed. She was like looking very seriously out at whomever in the audience. And she said, what does your mother think of this? Like, does your mother like me or something like that? It seems so not like she was joking about it. There wasn't a flirtation to it. Like, Oh, says your mom like me. What'd she say? You know, there wasn't anything cutesy. It was very much like the serious worry. Um, so what does your mother think? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, his mom did kind of have the vibe of like, not really being about this whole thing. She seems like someone that's a little bit hard to win over, but I, I think too, um, I, I'm, I don't know if you guys caught this, but earlier in when he was talking to, like before the wedding, when he was just talking to his groomsmen, he made a comment about his previous marriage that made a lot of sense to me, where he said 
basically it was a marriage of convenience because it was like around the time he was joining the military and it was like going to give them access to be able to like spend time together sometimes. And so he says he didn't even wear a ring and like, it wasn't, he's considering this his like first marriage because they're, he's kind of going through the, to this into a, a different mindset. And I was like, oh, well that's very different than what they had made it seem like before that, where it was like him talking about his first marriage is like, yeah, it didn't work out because we had these different problems and challenges, but they completely left out the part that it was like, it was kind of something that sounds like they did for legal reasons so that they could continue a relationship, mm. not necessarily start a marriage and be together forever. But I mm. thought like that kind of made me think of that a lot differently where I, I'm like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, like if there would have been paperwork that was just like, we're in a committed relationship, but it wasn't a marriage that would allow her to visit him or something, then it would have been the same thing. Like it, it was just yeah. different. So I don't know if that makes you feel differently about like, him being divorced and like that's such a big deal in here Mm -hmm. it's funny i never found it to be a big deal in the first place (laughs) you know people people are young people fall in love and they think this is the person and then it turns out they go very different directions Mm -hmm. and that's such a normal Mm -hmm. thing and then by the time you're in maybe your mid 20s to late 20s if you make it that far you realize oh my goodness I married you as a child and now we are grown people and we don't even know each other, you know? So there's no shame in basically putting that relationship aside Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, time for a redo time to focus on myself time to maybe try again. There's nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. that. I, I never thought that was a negative in his box. Yeah. And it like, it made sense to me too, because he was, completely growing his career from the ground up the ground to the sky you could say oh, as a pilot <laughs> and the puns are back puns are back i'm gonna have to yeah. have jokes to write for this guy but uh yeah <laughs> um yeah i just i don't know if it's that big of a deal and it, like you're saying especially like a, a divorce early on in life i don't i think that's a little bit different and you kind of go in with different expectations especially with the added context i'm just like eh it's a breakup, mm-hmm. you know, like that's really all a divorce is, is a breakup. It's just got the government involved now. <laughs> yeah. Right. And some divorce yes. lawyers and a few courts. More money. More yeah, money. More yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm surprised though. seems like we're all kind of rooting for them and think they're going to stay together yeah. is, is what I'm picking up here. <laughs> I think we might be like a small minority of people who think this, but you know what? We'll be vindicated when they stay together and we can say yeah we'll show them (laughs) exactly all right let's move over to clara and ryan so they're the ones that had the whole blindfold surprise thing Mm -hmm. and gabrielle i know you had some feelings about that with like how that worked like that he might not have thought about (laughs) it's true he didn't quite consider the makeup Mm. aspect but I forgive him completely because of how beautiful the sentiment was. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, really, it was, especially in the age that we're going through right now when he was explaining so many of our senses have been taken away, taken away from us, especially the sense of touch and being with other people freely. Mm-hmm. And for that to be their first experience, I just thought, oh my goodness, he's a little Shakespeare right here. Yeah. He's just a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Um, so... 
I love the feeling behind it, the reasons for it. Um, and she went with it fairly easily. I mean, there was maybe a little bit of like, ah, uh, a little bit of attitude, but considering what other people might've done in that situation, I thought she handled it fine. Mm -hmm. I have noticed that um, on the Reddit and on mm -hmm. the other groups, people are really coming down on Clara for how she mm -hmm. acted before she walked down the aisle, which confuses me. I didn't, I didn't think she really was acting all that diva-ish or however people would like to classify it. I thought she was nervous. I think she was feeling the anxiety yeah. very much. And she did voice it. She, she told people how she was feeling, but she wasn't having a tantrum. She wasn't yelling at anyone or crying. It was just... I don't like my makeup. I don't like my hair and my dress is a mess. Her dress was a mess. Yeah. That hem yeah. was terrible. So I felt bad for her. Um, however, considering all of that, she was fine. I, I don't know why people had such an issue with mm -hmm. her. How about you? What did you think of this that? This is where my guy, stereotypical guy logic comes <laughs> in because I could not tell the difference. I clearly am not a, a hem expert, <laughs> but yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I've had, I've gone to Taylor's before though. Okay. But yeah, not a ham expert. <laughs> um, yeah, I think in terms of Ryan, um, that letter that he wrote that she read beforehand was, uh, he's definitely, he's like Shakespeare with a mohawk. It was just like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. she was tearing up. The mom was tearing up. All the friends were tearing, the bridemaids were tearing up. I was like, this is amazing. It was just, it was so well-written and his vows, amazing, incredible. Like the different moments in his life and how just incredible. Mm -hmm. if, if you're not a writer, please consider going, ch changing careers, becoming a writer, Ryan. Um, and I think her, I liked her, her ice me, uh, like that was great. That was funny. That was, personable i yeah they seem amazing you're right though with the the blindfolds we we were kind of commenting on that earlier as well where it's great on paper but then when you're actually going through like she was nervous so i think a lot of the comments that of her being diva was just this was starting to kick in like the she was starting to like okay i'm actually going to get married to someone i've never met before I totally empathize with that. And I, I mean, there are people who know who they're marrying and when the moment comes, they get a little nervous, you know? So I just, <laughs> I think that was completely fair. And, um, I, I don't think she was, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think she was being a diva in that moment. And even if she was, she has every right to do so in that moment. This is mm -hmm. a lot to handle. In a it's short normal. Time. That is a yeah. normal reaction. Yeah. <laughs> to being like about to walk down the aisle to marry someone you don't know like yeah I, I i would like to anybody on reddit who's like mad at clara for having emotions i'd like to see you in that situation and see how cool calm and collected you are and like how many you know like you're just meditating in the corner like ready to go reddit, like, that's just not redditors we're not coming work. at you i promise we're yes, we come in peace no we're not we're coming in peace <laughs> we come in peace we also like reddit 
Uh, but yeah, I totally, I know mm-hmm. what you mean about that. Um, it's, it's one of those things that's easy to talk about, but then when you're like in the moment, I think a lot of people would react the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so do you think they like each other? Do you think they're kind of into each other? I think so. A little bit? Yeah. yeah. I think so. It's hard to tell a little bit because... I, it feels a little bit like they're trying to tell the story of like Clara talks too much and Ryan finds that annoying. And I don't know if I saw enough like like long enough clips to see like how he was reacting to her as she was saying something. It was a lot of like when the when the video goes from her face to his face, it's easy to stitch together like telling one story. And so I, I don't know. I It was hard to tell if that was actually a problem or not. My feeling was they were fine. It was just like normal, right. awkward first date banter of just trying to like calm down enough. Like, I think that she just, like they were saying in, um, I think it was her dad who was giving the speech and like congratulating them and everything. But he talked about how like she's uh, has the gift of gab or whatever. <laughs> she just like talks a lot. And that's kind of how she deals with her nervousness sometimes. Um, so, but I think that they do like each other. They did seem to like have a bit of a connection yeah i think so too i think they're super cute together and very much into each other it's funny you were talking about uh ryan's reaction to clara talking to her bridesmaids and a part of me wonders if they just happened to catch him while he was trying to understand what a producer was telling him Mm -hmm. you know if it because it almost looked like he was trying to understand something like i'm confused like i'm not quite sure what's going on here and they're just putting it out there for us to confuse all of us and make us think a certain mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll be fine. <laughs> you know, she's adorable and she definitely wants to be married. She's sick of the dang scene. We've heard her talk <laughs> about it. This poor girl with that one schmo, oh right? Who like offered her the $100. Like, what that's, is that that's all about? That's what I'm curious about. How, is that like a bride? millennial shit I've ever heard. Well, I mean, yeah. the fact that he offered money is already a little not millennial because the millennial doesn't have money, right? That's the joke. Okay, I'll send you some avocado. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I was going to say no, but now that you mention avocado toast, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think uh, also the, when they were talking, they were doing their first dance and he was like asking her about what's the last live concert you went to? And she was like, blink 182 and little wayne and he's like oh i was there too like they're like they go to the same festivals and concerts like that's a good sign and like if you're a festival person being paired with another festival person is a big deal so like that alone i was like oh there's like a 40 percent chance already that they're gonna stay together just based off of that one conversation um yeah i definitely i do think he seems to be like asking you could tell he's trying to like learn more about her so a lot less of the light questions a little bit more of the more insightful type questions i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a thing but um yeah i they like honestly they're the one home run couple for me right now like i'm pretty sure they're gonna stay together there's a very high chance of that uh cut to me five weeks from now being like i was wrong but (laughs) they seem like the home run couple i think the experts like this is their first interracial couple and i think they tried their very best to pick two people who had a lot in common 
despite mm-hmm. being from different backgrounds and like they're friend groups alone like i couldn't tell which were his friends and which were her friends and like that that's a lot of like that's a good sign of like all right you guys are gonna mm-hmm. hang out with similar type people you do similar type activities for fun a lot of just a lot of good signs there yeah and i think there has been Absolutely. interracial couples in the past but maybe not in like recent seasons that we've watched because i've seen some posts around that where people are like there's been interracial couples before and then they list them all out and i'm like i don't know who these people are i've only watched since like season eight or something (laughs) technically i just missed it is vincent like vincent and brianna are technically an interracial couple too right you could say yeah i guess yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. i'm i wish we could see more of clara and ryan's families interacting to see how that is because i think it's great that both ryan and clara have some experience being in interracial relationships before to kind of draw on but the family aspect is a kind of a whole other ball of wax because you might be cool with something and your family might feel differently about it and so having everyone in the room here is a good opportunity just to look around and see if anyone's talking to each other or throwing looks or (laughs) if if we're all okay or not um because longer term that could be like something to work through but we didn't see much of that yet so i don't know i did notice how ryan's mother was reacting during the vows when clara Mm -hmm. was speaking her vows she was nodding the entire time Mm -hmm. there was a lot of i mean just she was kind of like half smiling um, overall, the families, uh, from what I've seen, they both seem to really like what's being presented mm-hmm. to them. So um, I, I don't know. I just, I really think the families are going to mesh. As you said, the Fred are going to mesh so easily. And maybe Ryan will come out of his shell a little bit. I think he's a little bit uh, saucier than we realize so far. <laughs> and he'll show that as the weeks go on. I mean, come on. He's got to have a little bit of an edge to him. His friends and everything seem to. Yeah. So we'll see more of that revealed. Yeah. When... Also, they're just a really cute couple. They look good together. I think <sighs> yes, his mother beautiful. said that at one point. I don't know who she was talking to, but you could see they cut to her being like, oh, they're, they look they're a cute couple or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, when he the his family was doing, friends and family were doing his vows. This is just a quick aside. But when they mentioned he's very much into politics and she's like, oh, great. I'm a poli sci major. I was a poli sci major. I've never, that's interesting. I like, I have family members who are into politics, but if you ask them, they'll say they're not. It's very... I wonder how much politics you have to talk for your friends to be like, yeah, no, he's really into politics. Like, <laughs> we've got hours of conversation. <laughs> interesting. I mean, not like there's anything to talk about these days in the U.S. about politics. Yeah. Right. Not that exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> <It's> pretty chill. <laughs> there are less less strenuous hobbies out there than politics. I'll just say, <laughs> get into football like the rest of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, we need. We need good people to be in politics, though. Sure. But that's cool. They have that common ground. I missed that where she mm-hmm. said she was in that she had studied poli sci. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So are we in agreement that we think that they're going to make it? It seems like it. Yeah. Same. Thumbs up. Same. <laughs> We're clearly like biased, but same. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> oh, man. 
So I think another w- couple that we're all going to be very excited to talk about because we have high hopes for them, True. Vincent and Brianna. True. How gorgeous are those two? Also, Brianna <sighs> looked like a Disney princess. She, she legitimately. I felt was. like a bluebird yes. was going to land on her shoulder, and like it was. She looked great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, she just looked like stardust was following her everywhere. It was amazing. Yeah. How did you feel like their <sighs> chemistry was? I think it's there. I think they're both kind of shy about it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a little bit quiet. Uh, but I think they both very much like each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I was picking up on that. He seemed to be blushing almost the entire time. <laughs> did you notice that? I, I mean, really. I think he just had little hurts in his eyes. It was just like, oh, my God, the yeah. gorgeous woman that is my wife. Now, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um and she was pretty candid. I mean, when she talked to the producers, all she was saying was, oh, he's handsome. Mm-hmm. I like him. Like, this is, you know, so she also was very mm-hmm. forthcoming mm-hmm. with her whole feeling towards mm-hmm. him. And I didn't expect that from her. I thought maybe she would be a little more hesitant to say exactly how she mm-hmm. felt, you know, more like um, hard to get, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But I think she's she's definitely into it. And he is too. Yes. So excited. <laughs> I was just smiling the whole time I was watching them. I was like, I like them so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was talking about, okay, I want to be there. Like, I want to be his wife right now. <laughs> when he was talking about, well, I want to do that with you. I want to get in there in the kitchen and cook with mm-hmm. you. Get a bottle of wine. I mean, I was imagining the whole experience. Uh-huh. I could smell the food. I could, you know, taste the uh-huh. wine. I can imagine the wonderful romantic comedy we'd be watching later on. Like I was there with you, Vincent. What rom-com? I'm curious. What rom-com would be? Um, You know, I think it would be something a little bit action Mm. slash rom-com. Is that a thing? Something like... uh, Action slash rom-com. Yeah. Gone in 60 (laughs) seconds. Isn't that kind of rom-com? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Planning out like their first date night together once they're well, back home. The one with Angelina <laughs> Jolie. It's like Mr. and Mrs. or something like that. Where they're like, yes, oh, yes, Mr. Good. and Mrs. Yeah, Smith. Like, that could be like an action rom com. Um, Die Hard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Yeah, they are. I'm. I'm. I think his friends. I really like how his friends are like bumping him up every time like before the wedding there's like cheering him on and like during the wedding they're just like they're so supportive they're so supportive like, like, yes for like healthy adult relationships like with friends when you're in a like it makes such a yeah, difference they're like oh you look good i'm yes. like are you not going to make fun of him like the the dynamic i have with my friends <laughs> is like they'll say you look good and then proceed to make fun of you i'm just i'm not <laughs> i wasn't i was expecting that to kick in and it didn't i'm like oh they just they just like him and they want him to do well. Okay. This is a healthy. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, that was really beautiful. And so, so surprising. We're so jaded. <laughs> oh my are. goodness. We really <laughs> like, are. We have low expectations of people. <laughs> like we're expecting them to be crappy friends, but they're actually nice people. <laughs> I uh, also, when he was giving his vows and he was, it was a heavy push of like, God is, you know, brought me, brought you into my life. And they cut to someone on her side. I think it might have been her sister. And she's just pointing up in the air. Yeah. 
knows all about it. I've only seen people do that in so like in soccer games when the guy scores. Like you'll see, especially like the Catholic <laughs> soccer players from like South America, they'll like do a sign of cross and point up and be like, "Yeah, you did this. You got my goal." <laughs> so I wasn't expecting her to do that in the middle of a wedding, and that just amazing like clearly they love this as well and they can identify with that um and he like you said he looked like he was blushing the entire time he was just he has a crush on her Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> really does really does i i think that too yeah. he has like a nice cadence of how he speaks like mm -hmm. it, it's i think even though he's nervous like mm -hmm. he still like talks very like laid back and and gives like a very sort of calming vibe. And yeah. um, what I liked a lot is like right after the ceremony and they go and have their champagne or whatever. And um, I don't know who brought it up. But I think she might've asked him like, do you dance? And then he was like, yeah, like I, you know, bachata, merengue, like we're, you know, Dominican family. So like dancing is a big thing. And she was like, yeah, I don't know how to do those, but like, you're gonna have to teach me. And it was like, immediately, immediately it was like, yeah, this is the thing we're gonna do yeah. together now. It wasn't like, yeah. it was like, this is an us thing. And I was like, so here for that energy of like, all right, like I can learn some stuff. Like this is stuff we can do together. And like, mm -hmm. that's that's the cutest thing ever to me. Absolutely. And um, the way he said those dances, <laughs> I mean, it was so smooth. <laughs> It's true. It was just, I will never, I will never ever sound as cool as he sounded saying those dances. I won't even try. Like he doesn't, he never seems like he's rushing when he talks. It's always just like, mm -hmm. this is the pace I'm going to talk. And, and yeah, very smooth. I'm very jealous. I got to mm -hmm. learn how to do that. Um, yeah, I, I do. Also, I like how she was trying to go into like first date questions, like, what do you do? Do you like stuff like that? And he would answer them, but then he would continue, like he would go back to like how he felt in the moment. And I think that's mm -hmm. a really great instinct. I think, I think a lot of people in that situation would then go into like 21 questions mode. And he was like savoring the moment almost of like, okay, I'll answer your questions, but like, you're amazing and we're married and like, let's, let's celebrate that and then answer yeah. some more questions and just great instincts. Really, really, really good instincts. Um, and super last thing for me on them, but Ashley mentioned, what, what was that lighting when they were on the balcony? What is that height? What? It's like a certain time of day oh. where like the lighting is perfect. Oh, she had the golden hour yeah. lighting golden her. Hour. Oh my God god they yes. looked amazing i was like i don't know if that was intentional or not but they did her right with that lighting like she looked mm -hmm. like a magical goddess of the sunset True. <laughs> yeah she yes. did yeah i mean yeah i i don't think she could be in bad lighting ever just because of how beautiful god. she is but you're right i mean that was just <laughs> especially top drawer lighting just she was amazing um, it's so funny you mentioned earlier what he does mm -hmm. and her reaction to it. Did you notice that? Because I was worried for a moment that she wouldn't be on board with it when he was explaining what his work mm -hmm. is. And there was this about face that happened so instantly. I was like, thank goodness. But at first she was very serious and like you almost thought she was going to start frowning. She looked like she was just on the verge. And then she's like, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was not expecting yeah. that at mm -hmm. all. I was like, thank goodness he's going to get that kind of support from her. And um, 
you know, the same thing about her pescatarianism. Will that be an issue for them? It seemed like he was kind of open to it, you know, and said, well, I want to go ahead and cook with you mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll make it a thing that we do together. Yeah. Just yeah. really, this couple is They did like the whole symbols drop when she was like, I like Chick-fil-A. And I was like, da-da, da-da. <laughs> Half of this country likes more than half this country likes Chick Fil A. Okay, that's not a it's not a controversial right. statement. Um, so yeah, definitely. I I am curious to see because that was my fear too of how that reaction would go in terms of what he does. And um, I don't think we've actually heard it until this episode of like the whole brokerage business model that he has. And um, when he explained that, I was it like, was helpful. it was very helpful. I needed that. I was like, you're next to fancy cars all the time. What does that, what, what's your job? I'm confused. And seeing him explain that, like, you must be great at networking. This seems like something where you have to like, make sure you have a, a solid Rolodex of people. For and, sure. For yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, I think they have a really, really great approach already, it seems, where Instead of, I think we've seen like past seasons where like even just like on the wedding that they are asking each other questions and if they got a response that they didn't like, where if, you know, if someone said, for example, like, oh, I'm a vegetarian, then the person sees it as like, oh, you're taking away like my, you know, I like to eat meat. Now I can't do that because of you. Yeah. Instead of that being mm -hmm. like, oh, cool, I get to try some new vegetarian recipes, but that doesn't mean that like I have to stop eating meat. You know, where it's like you're you're being you're adding things to the relationship where like he's going to teach her how to dance and she's going to teach him how to cook different types of fish he might not have cooked before. And like all these different things It's just like yeah. we have this whole wealth of knowledge that we can share with each other and like make each other better with because we're different because that's how humans are. But like we're going to come together and form this like really diverse union yeah. because of all our different experiences. Yeah. So I like I love that they're kind of taking that path with it of like we're adding to each other, not taking away. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I like them a lot. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I think they're like the internet's yeah. favorite couple right now. Right. Like they, I think yeah. they might be. <laughs> think so. yeah. 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 All right. Well, we saw a little bit of Paige and Chris at the end. Um, we're going to get, I think the rest of their wedding next episode. So, we see like them getting ready and they're like, you know, with their bridesmaids and the groomsmen. Um, Chris was mostly talking about how he was really concerned that he would be a, a, about if he would be attracted to her or not. That if she was, he used the word ugly a lot. If she was ugly, he didn't know what he was going to do. That would be the end of the road for him. Like what's going to happen. Um, and she was just like, oh, no. good. Like from her perspective, the Lord brought her to that moment to give her the the man that she's supposed to be with. And she trusts in that and mm -hmm. she's going for it. And exactly. I am just feeling like this low level dread for her because I feel like it's going to be a bumpy road. And I'm curious if you feel that too. <laughs> oh, it's not low level dread. It's high anxiety. Yeah. I'm feeling for this poor woman. Um, you're right though. The, the, what is it? I, Irony. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if that's the proper term for it, though. There's something more intense I feel I should be labeling this. But the idea that he claims to be this, you know, child of preachers and ministers, 
and that he himself was a minister for a time. And he's so religious. And now everything he's saying is just, there's no faith attached to it. I mean, and then she, on the other hand, is really walking in her faith. It seems this entire time, every second leading up to mm -hmm. the wedding, she's walking yeah. in her mm -hmm. faith. This man doesn't know how to do that. He can say it, but he certainly doesn't know how to do mm -hmm. that. And um, I, I just, uh, there's so many things I want to say about Chris. I just don't want to be insulting. I, I really, I don't think he was in it for the right reasons to begin with. Um, I think he, he's concerned over a woman wanting him for his money. That was one thing that really bothered me. He said, I think the episode mm -hmm. before, a woman wanting him for his money. But he's on a show where this person knows absolutely exactly. nothing about him. <laughs> and I can't even wrap my head around that. I don't think he understands what he's saying. I mean, how was this woman after you for your money? I mean, unless you make it about that. And you know he's yeah. going to. I, it's just, there's something about him that just seems so very, um, like, you know how people learn lessons and, you know, the uh, everything we need to do in order to become better people. Like those lessons, he certainly has not learned mm -hmm. yet. Or I don't even know if he'd be open yeah. to them. I think in his mind, he has learned those because he has become financially successful with his six figures, whatever that means in his restaurant, which is, we found out as a Subway franchise, which like no shade, but he made it seem like it was like a restaurant he like started from scratch, which is a lot different than purchasing a franchise. But anyways, right. I just, I think in his mind, like he's kind of come up out of, um, you know, a different life situation. And like, that is actually pretty impressive yeah. what it seems like he's done with his career. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I think he's one of those people that has the sense that they're done. Like I'm done, I've done my growth and now I'm at the peak and this is where I am. And not realizing that like, there's, I think you're going up a, a mountain in, in your growth and then you maybe hit a little like peak where you can like enjoy the view and stuff, but then you turn around and you start climbing again. Cause there's always somewhere to go. Yeah. And like, if you just kind of hang out there, then you're denying yourself a lot of um, opportunity just to experience life in a different way. And so I think that's what comes across as like really irritating to me where it's just like, you you think you're the full package. Like you don't think that there's anything left to work on for you. And like, that's a big problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard rooting for him. And I, we were watching um, uh, one of your episodes and you, you compared him to Zach um, from previous season. And I, as you know, I was rooting for Zach way longer than I should. Way too long. Way, way, way too, too long. long. I just, I was wrong on that one, but I, I thought I thought they could make it work. Um, I, I think, I'm. so this is going to be me basically trying to justify him for like five minutes or two minutes or something. But I think he has a awful way of describing. He's not the most, he's Women. eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> he's very eloquent, but not in a way that sounds humble. Like for example, a lot of the things he said, Brianna actually said as well, where she was like, I want to make sure that I'm uh, attracted to him physically. She actually said, well, they, gave a scene of her saying that before mm -hmm. she walked down the aisle. And then right after that, she's like, oh, he's, 
he's tall, he's got a beard, check, 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 like all the things. So they are both saying the same thing, but he seems like such a a-hole, for lack of a better word, when he says it. And I think it's just the way he phrases it. I Like no one is going to want to get married to someone that they don't find attractive. Well, most people in his situation would not want to be married to a person that they don't find attractive. That's fine. That's okay. You don't need to repeat that every five seconds. You know, like I think it's that's where it becomes a problem with him. Um, and I just, I really want to like him, and I, I'm, and I'm hoping that when we go on further, we'll see another side of him, um, because I want Paige to do well. <laughs> Honestly, like I, mm-hmm. I think she seems like such a great person from what we've seen, and I want her to have a happy ending or a happy marriage. Um, so. Ugh, but the dollar signs in his name, please tell me that was just like a joke from one of the editors. <laughs> and I really hope he didn't like ask them to like, make sure he got dollar signs in my name. And, uh, and like, even the whole, like, oh, I was a pastor, but there was no money in that. So I like, like yeah. a lot that a lot of people change careers because of that. I I'm sure. And I'm sure there's been people who like their family had to pull them aside and be like, Hey, I know you love, the Lord, and I know you want to minister, but you got to pay for rent. Like, I'm sure that there are people who've been in that situation. So him saying it that way would be completely fine, as opposed to there's no money in in praising the Lord. It's just like, dude, you look so mm-hmm. bad right now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like the worst PR person for himself. <laughs> it really is. Like, he could be yeah. actually fine. It's just he communicates all this stuff in such a poor way mm-hmm. that he doesn't realize what he's like all his comments around like how she's got to be like he wants his future wife to be sexy and a freak mm-hmm. and submissive like using those words and then like how he wants his kids to be like clones or duplicates of him or something like he just there's yeah. ways to say that you want a big family and that you want a family business without sounding like a jerk <laughs> and like making it seem so entirely self-serving like yeah. it's just yeah. like that lack of awareness of how others might perceive him is like honey like who is enabling you <laughs> who has not took you aside and been like you can't say stuff this way <laughs> people are gonna think this and i know you're not like that so you've got to have that match up you know yeah. um i just I just feel like Paige has such high expectations because her her faith isn't in this process and married at first sight and the experts is uh, even though like that's kind of what's facilitating that on the ground here but she's seeing this as like this is a an a, a thing that God put into her life this is a path that was laid in front of her and she is walking down it because it's been it's just been foretold in some way. And he's coming at it as just like, hope I get a sexy lady, you know? And <laughs> like, those are yeah. really different places to come from. So I'm really worried that she's going to be disappointed. I'm really worried that he's going to um, not meet her where she is. And it just feels mm-hmm. like a, like just a, a, a big car crash waiting to happen. And I don't yeah. want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I'm terribly worried. And what you're speaking to on his lack of awareness and like this lack of emotional intelligence, it seems. Um, 
why is this man talking about wanting a honeymoon baby? That's what I want to know. How is that ever a good first step in a relationship, especially with someone you don't even know? Mm -hmm. Can we build from anywhere? Can there at least be some sort of foundation first? And this seems to be a recurring theme with him, right? Because we've heard the timeline of, am I allowed to go into this, the timeline of his past relationship without spoiling anything? Okay. Um, So we know that he, I think, explained it on the show at one point, was talking to his pastor, Pastor Dwight, about this. And he said, okay, so I met my girlfriend. We met in October. We were officially a relationship in November. I proposed in February, and we were broken up in July or June, mm-hmm. I believe. It's a lot going on in a very short span of time. So maybe learn from those past experiences and pace yourself. You know, we talk about Virginia with the drinking and pacing yeah. herself. There's so much more on the line here. He is basically, um, he's messing with other people. Yeah. You know, it's not just about himself. He's messing with Paige at this mm-hmm. point. And he's not learning any of the lessons. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's even willing to, because as you said, Ashley, so beautifully, he feels like he's done. You know, he's like, I've gone through it. I've suffered my hardship. I was homeless for a while living out of my car. And believe me, to come back from where he was, is totally mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. I get it. But there's so much more that he needs to find a way to figure out. And he's not there yet. And I don't know if he ever will be. Feels like he's going through the checklist of like a uh, big career, check. And, you know, lots of money coming in, check. Got a nice car, check. Apartment, check. Next one, lady. <laughs> and like the way he went, you're saying like the honeymoon baby, which he's mentioned a few times. And like, he walked that back when he was talking to his pastor, mm-hmm. where he was like, maybe I shouldn't have sex right away. And like, okay, <laughs> like, that's probably a discussion between you and your wife, <laughs> not just your decision. But it yeah. also when he talks about that, it makes it seem like she's just means to an end. That it's not really about her. It's about, is she hot enough that I'm going to want to have sex with her? and have a baby with her that can be my reproduction like that's my clone you know clone one of eight <laughs> that's complete like <laughs> oh gosh oh, it sounds so scientific it doesn't really sound like i'm a... just saying and again this could just be he's bad at communicating this stuff like it could this could just be under under the surface it's genuine and all this stuff but he i'm I'm trying really hard to say like yeah right like there could be a version of this that like we're just not getting because of how he doesn't seem to know how to communicate it but it doesn't it doesn't feel likely like the level of bravado that he's using to describe himself and his view on relationships that doesn't match someone who got engaged a few months after meeting a person like i i'm really hoping that the way he talks is not similar to the way he actually behaves within a relationship. I, that's that's one hope. The other is maybe he views this as some way of, you know, like certain, there are certain people who are like public speakers and their whole thing is about like, I got rich doing this, so you can too. And mm-hmm. you have to brag about how wealthy you are because you know, I did this, so you can too. I don't know. Maybe he has like a book coming out or something about how you can, because it it almost sounds too how you can ruin women's lives. 
it just it seems like he's gonna sell me a book about real estate you know or something like that like it just it's got that feel to it i don't know i just uh i know it's a struggle it's a struggle like so i guess here's the here's a potentially sad question but Uh (laughs) page strikes me as someone who was oops who strikes me as someone who was like going to try and if he is as awful as we anticipate or as awful as we see now that doesn't mean that they won't make it like if she, she could be constantly bending to this um is that a fear that is that a fear that is fair to have in this situation or do you think she would because she is very confident from what we've seen as well of being like maybe no this is not going to work i'm going to cut off this relationship now um what do you what do you think is going to happen in the future with them that's a great question because Paige does seem to be very self-possessed mm-hmm. as you're saying however if she does believe that god has brought her to this point to be with this man will she excuse yeah. too many bad behaviors if he continues acting the way we've seen, if he doesn't change ever so slightly with her. So it is a worry now that I'm thinking of it, that she might just put up with a little too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't. I, I want to think that she is respecting of herself enough to not do that. And I think she has really good people behind her. I think she has a really solid family and friends who care very much about her and would hopefully help her in any sort of situation like that you're right she does have like a really good friend and family network i really liked how they were when she was getting ready before the ceremony and her one friend was like what if he's the type of guy that clips his nails there's toenails on the airplane and i was like oh my god what if he is (laughs) she was just like we don't know who this guy is um but i mean i think they would feel comfortable calling stuff out if they saw it and you know be able to talk to her my my fear for her is that because right now she has such a strong belief that this is a marriage that you know god brought to her and later if she discovers or feels has this kind of an idea that chris isn't really a great match for her maybe isn't treating her well or whatever might happen she might then have to either like look back at that former belief of like well did god why did God put me in this situation? Like it becomes a faith thing then about like, was this something that the Lord is testing me with? Or did, did, was that not real? Like, was that not something that God wanted me to do? Did I like misconstrue something? Like it becomes more of a question of her spiritual relationship with God than like the reality of like her relationship with Chris. And I hope that she can separate those two, but I mean, Maybe they won't have problems and they'll be fine. I don't think so. But <laughs> I think like that's a bigger thing to reconcile than just like, oh, he's not treating me right. He's crossed so many boundaries. So like this isn't going to work and I'm okay walking away from it because she's walking away from this thing that she believes God set her up for. So that's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's shaking, you know, her very core belief. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, I, I just really hope it doesn't get to that point for her where she's really questioning everything and the why she was here in the first place and who would possibly put her in that sort of a situation and mm-hmm. why. 
Um, but if it does get to that point, as you're hoping, I hope as well that she's able to separate it out enough and to kind of detach mm -hmm. uh, that aspect, that sort of, uh, you know, God, this was for me to be with mm -hmm. him, that she's able to separate that out enough to realize, okay, so maybe this was just a part of my yes. whole journey, yes, exactly. you know, yeah. as... Um, yeah, like this is something that God wanted me to go through to prepare me for my future in some way, maybe my future partner or whatever. Right. And that's a different attitude mm -hmm. than being mm -hmm. like, this is the guy, because he might not be the guy. <laughs> he doesn't appear to yeah. be the guy currently, unless things change. Hopefully yeah. things change. Right. I mean, maybe they'll change. What if that's, I mean, you mentioned earlier, Ashley, the chemistry that couples can have just getting together, they create something entirely different that we haven't seen before. Maybe that could happen with Chris and Paige. Maybe. 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 Yeah. I don't. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, maybe. Also, there's this thing I'm, I'm starting to notice a, a lot of people on the Reddits we just like Reddit. So every time we refer to Reddit, that's why. Uh, but a lot of people are saying, are using the lines where he's like, she has to be attractive. And then I think there's this thing that's going on where people are like, oh, he is looking for this type of girl. So he's not going to like Paige. We don't really know that. Like he said, he wants someone attractive page might be what he considers attractive and i know we're not not us in particular but i've seen that a few different places where they're like oh he's looking for a, a name whatever or like an instagram model, instagram model. and um okay. and i think that's a little unfair on page because she is beautiful and She's gorgeous. you know that might yeah, be she what he considers uh beautiful and i know i kind of use myself when it was brett and olivia i that was my fear because he was describing how she needs to be good looking blah 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 and i was like i don't know if she's the type of person that you would consider attractive and when they saw each other he's like oh she's cute she's great so it's right. like people of interwebs like let's give them a little bit of room there like maybe uh he he pages his type um so there's that uh but then on the negative side, I don't like, I'm, my concern with him is that he is going to, I don't know, weaponize there being in a, like, there was a line where he was like, when you're married, your body is no longer yours. It's now, uh, it's in the relationship or something to that extent. And I don't like that type of wording and like that. that that exactly um so and hopefully this is just that bad pr thing that we've kind of mentioned and he he meant mm -hmm. you know you're you have to be thinking about someone else hopefully but hearing things like that and then the way he's constantly mentioning sex it's like dude don't don't try to use that oh we're married now so you have to like this is not a traditional yeah, marriage. Wow. So all those things do not apply mm -hmm. to this. This is your first mm -hmm. date. <laughs> your first day is your wedding yeah. day. And um, that's a fear. But I just, again, 
hopefully we're, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they're going to meet each other and he's going to say, wow, she's gorgeous. And, and they'll have star eyes and he'll be blushing. I don't know if he can, but you know, whatever version of that. And um, they'll be fine and happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hope so. so what are we thinking? Uh, yay or nay for Chris and Paige? <laughs> um, I think it will be a huge uphill climb if they are to succeed. Right now, I don't think they will. I think he's too superficial and not in it for the right reasons. What do you think, Agu? So, no, there's some things going around in the internet. We haven't confirmed them, so we're not sure, but if certain things happen, I, I, I think no. Um, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear anything, please stop, pause here, pause this spot in the video. Um, Just fast forward like a minute. <laughs> yeah, but there, I, I've heard that the person, so the, the, that his previous fiance is pregnant and if that is the case, I think a knowing his viewpoint on religion and and the family unit unit, I think he's going to feel like he needs to make that other relationship work. So mm -hmm. if that is true, I think that's going to be his. Also, it's like a great way of if he doesn't find her attractive or whatnot, it's a great way of saying, oh, I, I'm breaking up because of I have a baby from another relationship and I need to be there and I want to be a good father. And that's like a nice little off ramp for you to take. And you, you know, you're, you're not necessarily the bad guy in a situation like this. So because of that, I think no. Um, yeah. So that's why I think no. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been like, that's been the huge part of all the season 12 promos is the, I found out some disturbing news that yeah. uh, she's pregnant and, you know, we find out that it's uh, Chris and it seems to be that it might be his, his previous fiance. Um, I think if like, that's the case, then how, how on earth would he have a marriage with Paige? Like she, it's not even up to him fully. Like it's also her. Would she want to stay with mm -hmm. a man who had a child with another woman? And it, it's not like he cheated while he was in the marriage, but that he kind of has this other, kind of loose ends happening somewhere else that he probably should go be involved in in some way, like kind of figure out what that looks like with his previous partner. Mm -hmm. So I don't see how that could possibly work because they don't have a foundation of trust to, to start go off of. Yeah. They're just starting. They yeah. don't really know each other. So um, yeah, I'm sorry to say, I don't think they, I don't think they would work. It just, like, like you're saying, Gabriella, like he just seems so superficial. And so this really needs some growth in that emotional intelligence, or at least how he's talking about stuff. But like, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> there's like on, on Reddit once again, everyone's just like, Are we sponsored run, age, run, <laughs> like get out of there. It's not safe for you. <laughs> you wish you could like, yeah. I mean, it's all over and done now. She's, you know, sitting on her couch, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> But, but it's, mm -hmm. we're just seeing the story now. Yeah. So I, I hope this so, is all right for her. Yeah. I'm curious. Did you watch Unfiltered before episode two? We caught two? like the last couple minutes of it, but I was trying to look it up okay. on the Lifetime app and couldn't find it. So like what happened in that? Yeah. So we had, uh, I always want to call her Carla, Clara, Paige, and Brianna 
were the guests along with Jamie. She's still hosting. And Paige, when they cut to her and she sort of introduced herself and how she was feeling about relationships in general and getting married at first sight, she looked exhausted. I mean, because, you know, the filming for Unfiltered takes place weeks after, I think, that initial filming and they've gone through quite a bit of it. Um, if not all of it, maybe okay. I all wonder of what the timeline not is sure. like for that. Right. So she just looked like there was so much she wanted to say. And she couldn't. She looked exhausted. I'm sorry to hear that. Because mm-hmm. she just, she seems great. Like, <laughs> she didn't deserve to go through that. But, uh, yeah. That mm-hmm. is... Yeah, she said that she was on Unfiltered, that she was finding her own self-worth, I believe, um, the strength within within herself. There were some slightly coded telling things that she did Mm. say, which make me wonder, are things okay in Chris and Paige land? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, That's so sad. That's so sad to hear. Yeah. Uh. Well, I I am curious because we have, um, I keep forgetting their names, Jacob and Haley. We have their wedding coming up next. How do you think their first impressions of each other are going to be? So can I just say, I've been listening to your episodes and I think that you're so nice and I need to learn how to be nicer (laughs) and not judgmental. So I just want to say that first. I don't know why... He rubs me the wrong way, but I just, I'm really worried about yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Um, he and Chris, I think, are both very on the surface people and more into the looks of things versus maybe the substance of who the person is. When he mentioned at the bachelor party that if his wife was a seven, that would not be ideal, whatever that means. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you looked in the mirror? What does he have to offer this situation? Not that he's not a handsome man. That's not what I'm saying. But um, just the idea that you could say that and rate someone and just have that be it Mm -hmm. speaks volumes Mm -hmm. to me. So I'm worried. I, I don't know if he'll like her. I don't know if she'll like him. I think maybe... She'll see him as this old fuddy-duddy who just is goofy and corny and has a weird beach in his backyard. <laughs> I, you know, and why is he obsessed with the DeLorean still? I don't understand this. I mean, like, that get was, over it. Oh, that was very odd. Of, <sighs> like, I forget the name of the scene. Where they're like, what could you say? And he's like, tell Elon Musk. What? 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 Yeah. What the that's, that's what he would waste the conversation with Elon about like creating the DeLorean. I don't even understand it. We're talking about your marriage. Why are you talking about Elon? Like let Elon do Elon things. You worry (laughs) about your, your wedding. It's that's. Well, Elon is kind of mesmerizing, isn't he? Isn't he sort of dreamy? I like him. Are you? I gotta leave you alone on that one. (laughs) I like his cars. His cars are killing it. Like I would love to have a Tesla of any kind. I kind of want one of those trucks. Really? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I kind of do. I want my own little roadblocks going down the street. I feel like I you do. could just drive over all the other cars like a tank. Like that has to be the appeal of it though, right? Like it's like no one's ever going to have road rage with you in one of those cars. Like you're massive. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, I know. With Jacob, I'm like, he does seem very like, 
rigid in the way that he has his life set up. My hope is that he'll see getting married as like this opportunity to create a new version of that. Um, but I read this thing that was like, um, the difference between like seeing someone as a creep or seeing them as really charming is just if you find them attractive. So like if you go on a first date with someone and you think they're real cute and all they talk about is their like model train collection, you're just like, what a quirky individual. Like I, I want to make out with them. But if you don't find them cute, you're just like, get me away from this psycho. Like they're probably going to murder me. Like I got to call 911 right now under the table. And I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of it comes down to that of like, the feeling that you have around someone and I am completely on the fence of if she's going to get a good read on him early on. Cause I think he's someone that you kind of need to spend some time with to fully get. And I don't know if he understands that he presents himself that way. Um, I just feel like she's kind of going to have a lot of walls up just because of her past and that it's been a while since she's like been in a serious relationship. So I'm I'm fifty fifty. I could see it going either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like that, your the the thing about the creep thing. I think that's true, but there are certain things that no matter how attractive you are, if you say it, it's like <laughs> you like want to see my mannequin collection. You're like, I have to go. <laughs> you used me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you go down the rabbit hole that was um, Army Hammers? Twitter from a couple of weeks ago. Did you? So, end well, up- the only oh, thing I know about yeah. it is that Miss Cayman or something <laughs> like the associate, the country was angry at him. Um, but that's, I mean, he's a very attractive person, though, right? Like, I think he's like we yeah, can yeah. universally this described as uh, attractive. He's saying really creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess is the thing. Oh, yeah. He was talking about like wanting to drink people's blood. Like this was all the DMs that he was sending to ladies. He's I I definitely don't want to kink shame anyone. Absolutely not. Like I'm totally into uh, freedom and liberty when it comes to sex and all of that good stuff. Blood drinking. Um, But then blood drinking and hazards there. And like eating, eating them, like actually eating their body parts. Cannibalism. That's yeah, right little bit but no i mean some people were tweeting like i mean army hammer though like i might let him eat one of my toes like i might just army hammer so ashley i agree with you you can say the creepiest stuff there is out there and someone will be like oh yeah but he's hot (laughs) it's gonna happen it's weird and kinky not like no he wants to eat me i mean there are a bunch of like serial killers who like people are like trying to see them right isn't that a thing with like people who are, oh like, yeah really there's a weird yeah. yeah yeah that's a, a line of true crime that i stay far away from because nobody needs that <laughs> different podcast podcast for sure you do still listen to a lot of serial killer type stuff though i do i love true crime just yeah he's just i, I just i think i view him as like a nerd you know as a as a nerdy type of guy who, um, who likes to like when he has a passion, he goes all in in that passion. So, uh, bodybuilding was one of those things, and now he only eats steaks for oh dinner. You know, and please eat some vegetables. The keto diet is so <sighs> dangerous long term. Like, yeah. as someone who was on it for a little while, like I literally had been on 
keto for a couple of months and I went to get a physical because also I was having some back pain and my doctor was very unhelpful in saying, well, lift things with your legs and not your back. So the back pain was not resolved. And later they called me with like my results from the blood test and they were like, yeah, everything's wrong. So whatever you're doing. (laughs) And then like a year later off of keto, like completely fine. (laughs) Like it's not good for you. Yeah. See, humans are not made right. to eat only fat like it's just not how we're made i mean his triglyceride levels have to be off the yeah. charts i just it's really scaring me how is this man still alive i don't understand it it's been three years three years steak and long eggs yeah. i think yeah long time i do want to talk about the scene with his him and his friends and there's just steaks on the table so <laughs> weak ass burgers come on those, they were like charred I, to a crisp. There was nothing I'm left. I'm so of happy them. you mentioned that. So I was watching your video. Yeah, and your you video mentioned was amazing. That, and I was dying of laughter. Like yeah. no chips, no sides <laughs> of any kind, no like just He didn't even pretend to be hospitable. He was like, You're gonna eat like me when you're here. <laughs> like just because you only eat meat doesn't mean they have to only throw some veggies in the microwave. Gosh, like I mean I'm a I'd bring my own little bento box with me if I went over there. Like, I'd pack my own picnic. No. Not going to do that to me, Jacob. Oh, oh, gosh. It's just... But his thing about the backyard, not wanting to mow the yard so he has a beach back there, that's solid guy logic. I can't disagree with that logic. And, like, when he was saying it, I'm like, no, that makes sense. That makes total sense to me. I get it. I get it. You know? Um, So... Magoo is getting some landscaping ideas that we're going to have to discuss now. <laughs> well, I kind of like, I like the idea of having like maybe <laughs> some like happen. stones and like some cacti out there or, or something. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, on the fence, he could paint like a mural of waves or yeah. something. A sunset. Yeah. Spruce it up. Uh-huh. Has potential. With Haley, I'm just curious how like open she'll be to compromise and like how quick she'll be to warm up and all this stuff she's kind of um, hard to read at least from what she we've is. seen I don't... I could just say we don't really know her yet yeah yeah but like i don't really cool. like maybe she's into this i don't know from i don't know yeah they're probably not going to stay together i'm with you on that <laughs> one i'm just just we'll trying. see i don't know yeah some of the previews didn't look so great it looked like they were arguing um in a couple of the mm-hmm. upcoming okay. episodes. So in terms right. of the two couples, we don't think Chris and, and Jacob and Haley. And so Chris and Paige and Jacob and Haley are the like. Yeah. To keep yeah. an eye on. So I'd probably put Chris and Paige at the bottom, Jacob and Haley, a little bit of a potential, but probably not. And then we have um, take your pick for the top three mm-hmm. spots. I think they're all pretty mm-hmm. solid. What would be your like top couple though? If you had to pick your more likely to make it couple. Um, as unlikely as it seems right now, I'm going to say Virginia really? and Eric. Interesting. I like okay. okay. Yeah. I think they both want that traditional marriage and they want it to work. I think she will listen to him. I think she likes him a lot. And um, he's going to put in whatever it takes to somehow see this yeah. through. Yeah. I'm rooting for them. I like so, them a lot. Yeah. So I think they have. Uh, and the reason why I'm not saying Ryan and Clara 
or even Vincent and Brianna um, is because Ryan, I could see him almost being overwhelmed, like overstimulated by mm. Clara eventually, mm. possibly. Um, that's my only worry that she might be a little bit too much for him eventually, or they might not have the same hobbies. It might just be too different. Um, unless she likes to work out an awful lot, maybe he'll scale that back just a tad. Yeah. But with Vincent and Brianna, I, I feel very comfortable about all three, as I said, all three of these couples. But the reason why I'm not putting them at the very tippy top is because we still need to see so much mm -hmm. more from them. They're very yeah. quiet right now. And I think there's a strong-willed and stubborn aspect to Brianna that we'll see more of. And I'm worried that Vincent might bottle up his frustrations with her. And then it eventually will be like, all right, well, I'm no, it's not going to be this way. Or, you know, there'll be some fight or whatever and a lot yeah. of resentment. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like we have a lot to look forward to the next episode. We get to see more of the couples together. We get to see Haley and Jacob get to meet each other for the first time. I, again, I'm just really excited for the honeymoons because then we actually see people like hanging out and spending a lot yeah. of time together. So you get a yeah. better sense of like if they're matched well or not. Um, but until then, Gabriella, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's you. been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you. For anybody who wants to check out your channel or anything else that you're involved in, uh, where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie, Reality TV Reviews. Also on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Gem. I do a lot more on Twitter, though, so okay. that's a lot of fun. All right. And we'll link to all your stuff. Um, below so you guys can Thank go you. find Gabriella. For us, we're on Instagram mostly. Um, we're a couple of three podcasts there. And yeah, just um, tune in next week as we cover episode three with these crazy couples. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Go watch Gabriella's stuff. She's great. Really. <laughs> You'll really like it. <laughs> Bye.